Welcome back to Third and Long. I'm Sam Prince alongside my co-host Aaron Hook. We are joined by two guests this week of the Rowan Radio Sports Department, Justin Locke and Josh Ayers. How's everyone doing today? Personally, my team won. Uh, only Justin Ayers' team won so this weekend. My favorite team, the Giants. His favorite team is Eagles. They won on Thursday. Well, he's still seven the victory off of Thursday night, and Josh is a Broncos fan. Fortunately, they just couldn't do it off the Hail Mary and two-point conversions. Just couldn't tie the game up, and then, Mr. Hook, you uh, your Jets lost to the Cowboys, 30-10. to 10. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about that game. I just will circle back to it at some point, but that's all I have to say is that I just don't think um, – it was a very uh, – I don't even know how to put it. it, it like – all my concerns for the Jets going into that game came to fruition pretty quickly because the offensive line is a disaster once again. Even though I thought, honestly, I was even tricked into thinking it would be better this year. Dwayne Brown needs to retire. He is Dwayne Brown I'm, looks I'm, like Evan Neal. I'm not even. Uh, well, I mean, at least Evan Neal is what 23, 24. Dwayne Brown is 38 years old, playing left tackle, going one on one with Mike Parsons. It's just not going to be good. Um, I don't really get – I thought the coaching was the worst part on Sunday for the Jets. Offensively and defensively, I mean, I don't know why Sauce Gardner is not shadowing yeah. C.D. Lamb. I don't know why he's not following him out of the huddle every time. Yeah, all number one cornerbacks, but, you know, everyone says Sauce Gardner is the best cornerback in the NFL. He hasn't but, looked like it for two weeks. But does it follow the best sure. receiver on the field? Would a number one cornerback in the league do that? Well, I mean, that's not his decision. It's really the coach's. But it's you're right. He should. He absolutely should be following C.D. Lamb in that case. So. I just don't get it. Like, and I get that you know, in in zone, maybe you want them to kind of stay comfortable on one side of the field, whatever they're used to it. But like, if you're playing man. You gotta line them up against the best receiver. Like DJ Reed is a fine corner. He's a fine number two. I think he's a good player, but he's just not like CeeDee Lamb is bigger than him. That's the thing about DJ Reed. He's small. He's five nine, like like two hundred pounds. Like he's just not a, a physically dominant guy. Sauce Gardner sits three long arms. Like he's a perfect matchup for CeeDee Lamb, who goes off in this game. Um Zach Wilson. Was was all right. I thought he looked better than most of the times he did last year. Um, he had that one throw across the middle. Garrett Wilson breaks a tackle, takes it seventy yards to the house. That's the highlight of the day. I mean, it's a, it's a good throw by Zach. He put it on him in stride, and Garrett Wilson does the rest. I mean, that's what I want to see more of the rest of the way. Um, but yeah, the Jets offensively again, the game plan. I just didn't think was very good. Some of the play calls, like, again, when you have the offensive line going against the Dallas pass rush, why is Zach Wilson an empty on not third and long? That should be the only time he should be back there without a running back or anybody in the backfield. Like, I just don't get it. On second down, you're putting him in empty shotgun with no one back there to protect him, and you're splitting five guys out wide, including the tight end. That just It just makes no sense. So the Jets had it coming to him. I mean, Dak... This is the last thing I'll say about this game. Dak didn't, didn't dump them to death is what was, I think, in the paper or ESPN. Just over the middle, over the middle, over the middle. Dak was was great. He got the protection from his own line. Jets defense didn't show up. It was just it was just a, a bad storm, man. And the Jets deserve to get blown out in this game, honestly. So, And also, you know, as we you guys say your opinion on the Jets game versus Cowboys game, but there's one idea theory on the internet. Where I've been seeing, and I, I myself kind of thought about this a little bit too. Aaron, let's just say the Jets are two and four by week six. Yeah, and you have a chance to go to the playoffs. Do you trade for Kirk Cousins for half a season? I mean, like if the Vikings are making him available, then like you guys can chime in too. Yeah, but it's going to cost a lot. I don't. It's going to cost a first round pick. Yeah, I think. You, maybe you'd trade like a 2027 well, first round pick. I just don't think it made sense because Rodgers has said he, if he does or he doesn't, I mean, he, he fully intends to at least try and make it back if the Jets do make it to the playoffs. 
And then next year, he wants to be the starting quarterback. And this has been the whole offseason plus has been Aaron Rodgers. And now they have the weighted year, which sucks, obviously. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if Kirk Cousins is going to be available. Even if Minnesota is not great, I'm not sure they're just going to make him available like that. I'm really not I, too I sure. Would, if I was a Vikings, Justin, you got to chime in on this? Uh, I, I mean, right now, Kirk Cousins has looked pretty solid. I mean, this this year especially. He's second. What, leading the league in yards? I think, yards. I think he's second behind two by. Okay. You know, obviously, two had the big 400-yard right. game, uh, game one against the Chargers, week one against the Chargers. But, I mean, I would consider, again, two and four. Sam, you just had the situation. You Again, if you're not liking what you're getting from Zach Wilson, you might have to go out there and get uh, somebody on the, on the market. If it's Kirk Cousins, I mean, it, again, I don't think it's a bad option. I think it's better than kind of just – testing out the same thing we've seen over and over with Zach Wilson. And unless, he, again, he kind of just somehow revised, revivals out and just plays the greatest for the next couple of weeks, there might be a situation where that doesn't happen. Uh, the guy I honestly, and I, I'm not really too big of a fan of this guy, but I think he just kind of fits the mold. I mean, honestly, I, I think if Tennessee kind of goes downhill and they want to start getting Will Levis, like, looks – Later in the year, I think Tannehill could be on the table. I, I wouldn't love it. I think he's okay. But, I mean, really, that's all the Jets need. It's, it's just an he's, okay quarterback who runs the system well, and that is Ryan Tannehill pretty he's much. He's better than team. Zach Wilson. What do you guys think it will cost? I think it would definitely be cheaper than Kirk yeah. Cousins. If that's a fourth, I would do that in a heartbeat if I'm Joe Douglas. Yeah, I mean, they try to see how the rest of the season shapes out. I mean, I, look, I'm not, I'm obviously not as optimistic as I was when Rodgers oh. was the quarterback, but I think it was just a bad coach stand by the Jets. It was just, they ran over their heads. The Dallas defense is probably, I mean, the best or like the second best in, in football. It's so good. And um, back to Ryan Tannehill's contract, he's an unrestricted free agent in the year of 2024. All right, so that's good. I mean, so he so his deal's done rental. after this year. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, could be an option, but still a lot of time. Jets fall to one and one, um, and they've got the Patriots on Sunday, which makes me nervous because they have not beaten them in seven years. So, we'll see. But crazy games on Sunday, um, obviously, and the Eagles played back on Thursday. Uh, we'll kind of look forward to – uh, their matchup this week, um, Eagles are going to be on Monday night in Tampa Bay against the surprise 2-0 Bucks. But, I mean, a couple more crazy games happened on Sunday. Two other teams' affiliations in the room were involved. I don't know which one we want to do. Well, the Eagles one. Why not? No, I was talking about the Broncos. Oh. I was talking about the I Broncos. We talking about the Eagles game. You and know. Commanders. I, it's not every day, obviously, that we get to hear from a Denver fan. So, like. Okay. Just through two games, Josh, I, w- I want to know kind of where you're at with them. I mean, obviously, the game on Sunday, crazy one with the tip and then the, the failed two-point conversion. So. Yeah, it's a roller coaster of emotions, to say the least. Like, um, they started off really, really hot. I thought Russ was back, honestly. It looked like Seattle Russ, the way he was just dropping the beat. What, Russ Cook? <laughs> They're letting him cook, yeah. He had, like, 100 yards in the first quarter, I think. It was something crazy. It looked like we were going to blow out the and it all started when Russ, like, scrambled to the left, and then he ended up fumbling the ball. And I think they ended up uh, getting a touchdown that next drive. It just – I had a bad vibe when, they, when that fumble happened. Then the offense just disappeared after the after the first quarter. It was just – the defense also – I know, like – I feel like now that I think about it, the defense also needs to, like, take some blame because Sam Howe put up 35 points on that defense. Well, why didn't – the question I have – why didn't Sean Payton just go for the extra point and try to win an overtime, not go for a two-point conversion? Well, they, they had to go for it. No, yes, they, they needed to tie. I thought it was 34. That it was my bad. 35-33, and then, yeah, I mean. It, I thought it was different. And it, But there was the missed kind of call on the on the pass, wasn't it? Uh, see, I have a different take on this. Uh-huh. If, you look, if you look at the play, look at the other side. Judy is wide open. Jerry Judy, there's absolutely no one near. There's not even a chance for a, a P.I. call or anything. If Russ looks to the other way, Judy is wide open. He's, he did it before last season with K.J. Hamler against the Colts. He was wide open in the middle, but Russ is staring down Sutton. I understand Sutton's a big body. You know, you need to 
might just want to throw it up to him, hope he can get up on whatever defender. But Judy was wide open, and I, I'm 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 honestly on the opinion that I feel like unless the Broncos make the playoffs, I think Russ might be out the door. Oh, I think he's out the door. Okay, so do you guys trade him? Do you guys release him? I don't think there's anyone anyone's gonna trade. Jay Locke, what do you do? You have anything to say, Justin? Uh, I would probably say, yeah, uh, I don't think anybody's going to take Russell Wilson at this point. Uh, it's sad to say, obviously, a couple years ago, I never thought I'd be saying that that's this quickly. But last year, obviously, it was a like Broncos ride, and that didn't do too much last year. I just want to say, I was one of the only ones who thought the Broncos were not going to be a good team last year and missed the playoffs. Yeah, they, that was a good call. I, I thought the complete opposite. I thought they had a chance to win a division, finally beat. Casey, I don't know if you guys are aware of this stat. Ever since Mahomes has been starter for the K- for Kansas City Chiefs, we have not beaten. They eight years, I think. I saw the stat the other day. Crazy. But you also look at this this Russell Wilson career. He gets released. Who's taking him? Right. Uh, That's a great question. I I think I don't know if he if they were to straight up cut him, you'd wind up on a team. But I can I can if they were to put him out on the open market for a trade, I I think there were I think you get like a couple. Bites at the hook, I think. But, like, what are you really getting for him? I Again, he's off to a better start this year for sure, and he's had less horrible moments. But still, I mean, he's 33-34. He's not the player that he you used to be. You know where I so. can kind of see this happen? But I know this is such an unrealistic trade. Where? You know, it's not going to work. It was in my head. Okay. I was thinking Washington. <laughs> you love them. I don't quarterbacks like and getting everybody. Let's see Washington. How look good? Maybe the Lions, but Jared Goff's been playing well. I think Goff is their guy. Or the Bucks. There's not many teams, at least at this very moment, that I can see take a chance on Russ. Because either like they have like a solid option already that like it doesn't make sense to bring Russ in. And then a year like this, where Caleb Williams is on the table, like why would you why would you risk that? Right, you bring in Russ. And maybe he actually wins you a game or two, and he takes you out of that number one pit slot or range, and then imagine? it's like, okay, well, then you're screwed. So I I don't know. They might be stuck with him, but, I mean, Denver 0-2. Um, again, Russ definitely has looked better. I mean, in this game, 18-32, over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Um, but like Josh said, the offense, 14 points in the first quarter, um, never really got back to that point um, at any other point throughout the game. Um they ended up kicking, what, I think three field goals um, in this game as well. So, yeah, Broncos lose 35-33, a wild one. A, a lot of crazy games over the weekend, and we can get into the Giants going into Glendale and yeah. making that comeback against the Cardinals. I, I, you know, the Jets game was kind of dead at that point, so I was just flipping back and forth watching the you, Giants you, actually come back. You didn't watch the full Jets game? Well, okay, I— I'll say I wasn't I wasn't alone. I mean, if it was just me, I probably wouldn't have been watching the Giants. But um, I don't know. My my family kept flipping back and forth on the TV. We watched the Giants storm back, and I mean, it, it really is. I mean, after the brutal loss in Week One to Dallas, like it's a signature win, I think, for Dable and and Daniel Jones. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a great comeback for the Giants and Daniel Jones. I think, especially on that final drive. He showed some stuff I didn't know he had in him. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I thought Daniel Jones had a heck of a game on Sunday. All right, as the only Giants fan in this room, that game was a heart attack of a game. <laughs> you go six straight quarters on not scoring a single point. It was embarrassing. When you're down 20 to nothing at halftime, I was practically heartbroken. I was at some of the lowest. Did you think it was over? You thought it was over. Thought the season was over. Oh, I still think the contract's bad. Oh, a hundred percent. Even with Saquon didn't hurt. Oh, don't don't even get to that point yet. I'm not even done in my story. Right, yeah. So then the Giants start coming back. I am happy. When Brian Dable took over play calling, this was a different team. He just got a play call the rest of the year. Now. The game should not have been this close. The Giants should have dominated against the Cardinals. I'm a little worried about that. It's a win you're happy about because of the comeback. But in the back of my mind, it worries me. If you could barely beat the Cardinals, how are you going to do against your gauntlet of a schedule? The Niners, you have the Seahawks, 
the Dolphins, the Bills in Buffalo, and then Washington, who's been 2-0 this year. I mean, they look pretty well, pretty, pretty good. But, and then you go, you're going to win the game, and then who just has to get hurt? Your best player on your team, Saquon Barkley, who Brian Dable isn't ruling out for Thursday night, but I don't want him to play Thursday night. Giants and Niners on Thursday. He's not going to play on Thursday. Um, I don't. I don't want him playing till M- Buffalo. I want three weeks of rest. That's the Monday. That's two weeks after. No, Buffalo <laughs> is is October fifteenth. So you want him out almost a month. I want him out. You don't want to rush him back, but I mean, at the same time, you said it like. They've got a pretty tough schedule they coming do. up. They're going to need Saquon. They are, but you don't want to risk it f- for further injuries. I want that ankle healed as it can be. Oh, yeah, but but you got to think. I remember a couple years ago, he got hurt and then came back in. I believe this was 2021. Got hurt against Dallas, but then came back in the next game, was fine, or maybe missed a game. And then he got hurt even more. Like It's just like... Do you want that happening if you're Saquon, or would you rather take the weeks of rest just make sure? I mean, he, Because he, this is your career in the line. Like, if he has a good season, some team is going to pay him all the money. Yeah, franchise now, yeah be, it seems like that. that's the way, right? And, I mean, there's been conversations now, and, and been kind of segue into this with the Dames last night, and obviously the Chubb injury, like, for teams to yeah to basically devalue their running back position, and then give guys that sort of workload where they're putting themselves at risk, right? And then Nick Chubb obviously has that bad injury. I was, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't even fully seen like the clip, and they didn't, they didn't even show it on. on you you do not want to see it. It's it's gross. You can. I'm going to end up looking it up because yeah. I, I'm going to, but like. It's it's as scary as the Gordon Hayward injury a couple years ago. Yeah, and that yeah, like I, I don't think he'll ever play football again. Yeah, it's crazy because Chubb was the one in that uh, that running back Zoom meeting to say that that's the only. It's true. That's that's the only position that you get you get, you get devalued the more work or the more that you do. Like when Derrick Henry ran two thousand yards, now it's like, well, can you do that again? Like you. Wait, what did Chubb say in the Zoom meeting? I don't remember word for word, but it was on the lines of uh, that he said that's the only position that like. He's right. He he is right. I mean, again, guys who have had monster years in past seasons. I mean, two examples last year: Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, just not getting the money that they think they deserve and probably do deserve. And again, it was the conversation, especially with the Giants, where they were at a real kind of crossroads: pay the quarterback, pay the running back. You have to pay the quarterback. And they do end up paying Daniel Jones, obviously, and and Saquon gets injured. And obviously they're not pumping their fist at that, but they're they're saying, you know, I mean, this is a guy who had injuries in the past and he's hurt again, and they're probably breathing in a little bit of a sigh of relief that we didn't give him that monster deal that he wanted. Um, or at least more than whatever the AAV is. What what they did him, 13 a year? So Saquon, I'm going to pull up Saquon's official contract. Yeah, do that. For this season on Swartico. Do that. Well, I mean, I was very happy when he signed the tag and he played on the team. Well, of course you are. Yeah, because he agreed to play for nothing <laughs> and do almost everything. I so mean, no, I mean, I mean, you have a, you have a right to be happy. So, so the age twenty six season. Can you guys believe Saquon Barkley is twenty six years old in the first yeah, place? Yeah, feels like he's. I can't believe he's been around as long as he has. Honestly. Yeah. Okay, base salary eight million bucks. Signing bonus two million. And his cap hit is $10 million. So he's making 10 Yes, but he gets incentives this year. Okay. I'll pull up the incentives this year. Well, if it's like 1,200 yards, he's probably not hitting. Yeah, he's, he's not hitting the incentives this year. If he's missing the next two, three games. He's not hitting. It's like 1,500 yards, and he's never had that in his career. I mean, his best chance to play, honestly, and I know you want him out longer, Sam, but like... Next I, Monday night. I would do the schedule... You have the long week um, because he does. So he got hurt on Sunday. They play on Thursday, and then they don't play again until next Monday. I, I, that's October second um, against all right, Seattle. All right, some breaking news oh. from the MLB. I know this is third and long football, <laughs> but Shohei Otani yeah. is expected to be able to 
hit by opening day. He's having elbow surgery, and he will pitch in the year of 2025. His agent reports. All right, well, we'll just clip it. Just clip this and send it to um, 10th inning, I guess, and they'll use it. So a little crossover episode here on um, third and lawn, but yeah. I did have one question. It was terrible. It was it it was terrible. You made Josh Dobbs and James Conn look like Pro Bowl All Pro players. That should never happen. I was embarrassed. No. I think at the very least, you know, you guys were down. Dexter Lawrence, Josh, Justin, Aaron. Your team has only two three and outs on the whole day. Think about that. Arizona did. Nope. The Giants. When we stop them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How embarrassing is that? Yeah. yeah, they were moving the ball, man. Yeah, I mean, at least, was, like, the comeback win shows, like, you guys are mentally tough. Because at least for me, I think Dable's game. such... I think he's a player's coach. They're going to show up. Mike Kafka is not going to become an NFL head coach. That Mike Kafka... I've had a lot of praise for him. I still think he's going to leave and become the Northwestern head coach this upcoming... Winter, this coming off season, he will become the Northwestern head coach. He will not be the Giants' OC next off next season. No, Dable can be the OC himself. That's he what could. that's what he is, right? He I is. mean, he when they poached him from Buffalo, like he was maybe the best play caller in the NFL. And I would say. maybe Wing, besides and, like Kyle Shanahan. And Wing Marndale will not be the Giants' DC next year. And that's that's upsetting. But you think they're going to let him go after one? It's been two weeks. No, no, time. I'm not. Hear me out. I think he'll become an NFL head coach. Oh, uh, okay. So you think someone's going to make him a coach? Oh, yeah. But you're concerned about the defense, right? There has been talks for years of him becoming an NFL head coach. That's true. Well, I when he was in Baltimore, he had no chance to get past Harbaugh, obviously. But the Giants, I mean, they're not going to... They're not They're not going to do anything with Dable anytime soon no. unless they just hit a wall. So, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe L.A.? Just they LA Chargers bad. If the <laughs> LA Chargers hire him as their head coach, I would be so happy for him. But I'd feel bad for Chargers fans. Why? How, what's he gonna do with Justin Herbert? Like he's not a well, offensive play caller. He's leave a, it to uh, Kellen Moore, and they're set. I think Kellen Moore can become like, a head coach. I feel like Kellen Moore would get promoted to head coach at that point. Because I, I, I kind of agree with. I feel like Sam's like kind of leaning to like what I was gonna say was um. You know, I feel like with the league now, like offensive head coach. No, no, not if you're the Arizona Cardinals. You hire Jonathan Gann, who could be the worst head coach in the NFL. How do you let go a 21-point lead in the middle of the third quarter to the struggling New York Giants? Well, I mean, to be fair, he did have Josh Dobbs as his quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I agree. like Nathaniel Hackett, obviously, it's not just because you're offensive. Nathaniel Hackett will get hired. He's on the Jets. He will get hired as an OC. No, he won't. I mean, he's, head, he's head coach. I don't, I don't think the head. I think that it's not. It's called having Aaron Rodgers. That's why he made him look good. I would agree with that too. He was awful last year. Josh knows all about it. All time bad. But I think like most offensive head coaches, like it works out beautifully for like Shanahan, Sean McVay. There's just so many. But then Brandon Staley, defensive head coach, like you want to like you want him to succeed, but he's just not going to. Yeah, I think that's the whole reason why they brought Kellen Moore. I feel like Staley's been on the hot seat for a couple of years now. Surprised, honestly, he didn't get fired last year. But I think if the Chargers underperform, which they are currently on pace to do that again. How does this talent of a roster become 0-2? I mean, it's interesting. I mean, you look at it. Obviously, they lost uh, to the Dolphins week one, and that was absolutely a back-and-forth game. But, I mean, the team, again, Herbert's playing, again, Kind of at the Herbert level we've seen the last couple of seasons, but I think again the defense uh, clearly is not ready uh, for the moments. I mean, again they kind of just giving up points here and there, and I think uh, this week they play. I think they play Minnesota. I don't know for sure, but I believe yeah that one's going to be a shootout most likely. I mean both defenses, Minnesota and uh, the Chargers, they have not. They've allowed I mean, it'll be a fun one to points. watch. It'll be a fun one to watch, but yeah, I mean overall team wise, uh, like. Skill wise for the team, I mean, remember this is the team last year that that choked a, a twenty eight point lead. 
in the playoffs. I mean, to obviously the Jaguars, but Jaguars are a good team. They are. I mean, they didn't do too hot. The Chiefs, week. the Chiefs shut them down, and that Chiefs defense is looking scary. Yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah. even, I can't even lie to you. I can't okay. even lie to you. you I'm guys, can we all agree <laughs> that the Chiefs are the team to be in the AFC? Yeah, they're uh, they're so good. Yeah, it's like the past couple years, it's, it's hard to make an argument that, that they're not. If it's not the Chiefs, then who is the team to be? In the AFC, I mean, Miami has probably looked the best, right, outside of them. Oh, yeah. I would say Miami is. Uh, but let's see how two is healthy. Yeah, exactly. That's the big. It's if two stays healthy, they're, they. I think the AFC championship is. The Finns versus the Chiefs. Kansas City, Miami. How yeah, crazy I mean, I mean there would be 100 points in that game, yeah. probably. How yeah. crazy would that be? The sto- Tyree Hill The storyline, the Tyree Hill coming back, or Mahomes versus Hill, the storyline's galore. <laughs> yeah, also, like, at that point during the playoffs, it would be like, whoever got the first seed, if it's in Kansas City, or you're playing in Miami, that's a big difference maker. True. Yeah. Well, you should tell the script writers to... There know. is no script writers. As a, as a, uh, you know, because you because your buddies with 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 Jadell with, huh? com- with the commission with RG. <laughs> I this guy this guy gets taken out to lunch by. I mean, just wine and dined. Are you this, kidding me? This guy. There is no <laughs> script in the NFL. If there was a script in the NFL, the NFL would want the Cowboys. So that comeback by the Giants, no script, no script. Yeah. Why the Cowboys not want a Super Bowl in how many years? I don't know, because they're waiting until probably this year. Oh, like or they're next year or something. If know. the NFC Championships, the Eagles versus the Cowboys, I'd cry. Yeah, those would be two insane games. Oh, Eagles, yeah. Cowboys, and then Dolphins. I, I, I think I would cry, because I would have to root for the Cowboys. <laughs> you really, you would really he, root against the he, Eagles. He hates Philly badly. I right? hate, I hate. The Eagles, in my opinion, in my sports world, my mind, are my number one hated team in all sports. Wow. Because I hate Philly fans. I hate the Eagles. Being just here, it's just like, all you hear is, go birds, go birds, go birds. Aren't the Cowboys the same way, though? The Cowboys fans? They're not going to do anything. (laughs) Because the Eagles team's actually good. Yes. (laughs) And I want to see Dak Prescott against a real defense and against a real team. I agree with that. I want to see him against the Eagles team. Yeah, Dak... I think that is a very interesting conversation. Just like, I mean, on Sunday, I, I did. It's the Jets. I mean, it's but the their de- their defense is pretty solid. Not okay. gonna lie, but they were they played awful. And when he plays to his game plan and his line backs him up, the game where he's he's okay. a above average quarterback for sure. The Cowboys schedule next week: Cardinals win. Okay, they're gonna kill them. Okay, Patriots close game, but I would still, say they Cowboys win will that. still win. Then you play the San Francisco 49ers. That's the test. Yeah. That's the test. Yeah, I don't think they win that game. And then they play the Chargers. They play the Rams. They'll play the Eagles. I mean, the Chargers may be 0-2, but they're going to put up a fight. Yeah, and they're going to score, obviously. Yeah. I need Eckler back. Bad. I need Eckler back, too. I need Eckler back <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I can with this Josh Kelly guy. Sorry. No disrespect. but You know, respect Josh, but... Kelly, but you just, can you just like score? Can you please score? Um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I can't believe I can't, I can't believe you hate the Eagles more oh, than Dallas. Of course. Especially the Giants. Like well, I, I understand they're both in division, but I feel like well, Josh, Josh, I was born in two thousand three. Yeah. In my lifetime, who has been the better team? Eagles. Eagles. Yep. They got the three Super Bowls. Yeah. And them winning probably set you over the edge. Like, oh, no, like, that, like, that, because, but the thing is, the no, thing them is, winning and then coming here, then being around all the Eagles fans sets it over the edge. But the thing is, I've seen Tom Brady and the Patriots, who I despise, win what three Super Bowls in my lifetime? So only it's three? like, I think three or four, right? Yeah, something like that. Wait, so what it's year like two thousand two. So so they won. How how many have they won? Brady and five and in, in New England, lifetime. they've won five in my life. Yeah, it's just it sucks. I yeah. get it. I still can't believe you don't like the Eagles more. That's pretty insane. Okay, to me, but. if you were me, okay, if I, you were me, who would you like more? I mean, I mean, I feel like Dallas. If unless you're a Cowboys fan, I feel like they're just universally not liked because they're the Cowboys and they're always on TV and they're the richest owner and blah 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 blah, and they think they're so great. Well, I, I just know they're gonna lose in, in the divisional round. But I, I don't know. They look pretty damn good. Let's just say they get the fifth seed 
in the playoffs. Who's better than them in, in the NFC? Philly and San Fran. So, I mean. They're going to get the fifth seed. So, you know what that's going to be? Probably you're going to have a matchup between Philly and Dallas in the divisional round. Yeah, just like last year, no? Same no, thing? they played. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I was there. Please don't remind me of that night. <laughs> you that put was, the worst damn zero to. The Giants weren't beating the Eagles last year. You know what are you what? doing there? I had to be there. And then he's going to the game in Buffalo where they're probably going to get stomped. I was too. invited to Buffalo. By <laughs> Godell? No. Yeah, by yeah, Godell. Yeah. Hey, sitting in the, in the suite with the commissioner? <laughs> nah, nah, we haven't talked in a while. Me and, oh, me and the commissioner. Man, well. commissioner. All right. I think he's got you on speed dial. So okay. <laughs> Um, what, what what if we got a what if commissioner just called me? I, I just we would have to talk to him. You know, I'd ask him why he scripted it so Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But that's I would script injuries. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, Sunday was crazy. Past week to football, really crazy. Um, Miami and New England, it's a pretty good Sunday night game. Dolphins look electric and amazing. Uh, do we want to kind of talk about, I mean, I know we talked about the Chubb injury, but the two games last night, um, I think we were talking about on the offsides yesterday. We thought both games would be close divisional matchups, low they scoring. 26-22 isn't exactly low scoring, okay. but New Orleans and Carolina, this was the game I was interested in the most did out of the two. Did you have any parlays on that night? Parlays? Yeah, I, I did. Did you um, win? No. Did you guys um, have any money on the I game? Not. No. No. I have See that should be enough for me, but it, it, I don't know, man. I'm t- I'm I'm, I'm Bryce too Young deep. What looked terrible last night, Bryce Young? And I get it; he may not have an offensive line, but you got to make some plays out of nothing. You're the number one overall pick. See, but here's it's tough. Thing. As a number one overall pick, you're going to the. Well, granted, the Panthers were. Frank Wright is a good coach. I do believe that. No. DJ Chark, he's good, but like none of them is like no one is like number one at best. You can say they're like a low end wide receiver to yeah. the championship team or something like that. But I do agree that there are some concerns with Bryce Young because he does look really small out there. He look and I and for me not thinking his height would be that much of a concern. It's been a concern. I mean, Justin, you're the opposite, six five. What do you guys say about that? I mean, to hear it across the is also <laughs> in the same department, but uh, again, I, I think. Again, it's two game sample size. It's a situation where, again, you have a big shoes to fill. I mean, it's it's Carolina, and again, they haven't strung to a win, but it's a thing they can really again they can look forward again. They played uh, a division rival last night, and I and I think again, I think he still wasn't too. Uh, he was like twenty two for thirty three, had one touchdown. I think it was Adam Thielen last night, and I I don't think he played. Bad per se. I just don't think he's played up to obviously the number one pick, but we've seen that many times before. It's yeah. not going to be the home run hitter. I think I definitely do think Stroud's been better through two weeks. Richardson obviously got hurt last week, but I still think Richardson is definitely has shown signs more. But again, Bryce Young was two games so far. By week ten, we can have a, we have we a have a real good discussion yeah. about. Yep, and and I think that. The Saints and the Falcons in the so you the NFC South will both win ten games. I did, I, I did see it. I think due to the yeah. fact they will go five and one in divisional games, <laughs> and so really be five and six. I mean, Tampa's two and zero oh too, though. Shut up, Baker, man. No, you don't believe in Baker. I don't believe it. Was never a believer in Baker. <laughs> Show me <laughs> Baker is doing this for the next five games. If he's doing this. If we're at week eight and the Bucks are looking good and Baker's slinging around like he's been slinging it, then different conversation. Who did he play? The Vikings. So how bad is a Vikings defense? It's the Vikings defense. It made Daniel Jones a, a multi-million dollar man. <laughs> he did. He did. And then you go to the Bears. The Bears... I think are worse. Justin feels pretty bad. The Bears are really bad. And then the Cardinals. The They're Bears really will finish with the number one really again. Yeah, I had no, everyone's like yeah. Justin Fields. Just I thought no. he would take the leap. I'll be honest too. Justin Fields is not. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something. Justin Fields is not off an offensive line. 
throw. You can't throw it 20 yards down the field. It's true. The DJ Moore, who, your head coach is, I don't know what he's planning up. Ryan Poles has a number one overall pick and doesn't even select the best defensive player in the draft when he has an opportunity. Gets a haul for the number one overall pick. Has to trade another pick down for Dar- Darnell Wright. Not even the best available offensive lineman available. Yeah, I, I don't know how he's looked the first couple of games, but yeah, you, you said Stronsky should have should have gone, correct? I think Stronsky should have gone too. We've discussed this on this third and long. Was it last week we discussed it? Sure was. Um, I I just think the the Bears just messed up on Justin Fields. He has all the talent in the world, but he's never gonna going to be su- going to succeed on the Bears. I, I, I watched a video of him and. The offensive line and kind of the lack of weapons, although, I mean, DJ Moore is nice, but again, you said it, Sam. Like, when Justin Fields doesn't have the ability to throw it 25-plus yards outside the numbers, like, DJ Moore pretty much becomes irrelevant at that point. Um, But I was watching a video of a guy breaking down Fields' just just everything he does in the pocket. I mean, his dropback is so damn slow, it's actually crazy. Like... He just looked so nonchalant, chilled out in the pocket. But at the same time, his offensive line just collapses on almost every play, and he's got three dudes in his face. So it's like he needs to tweet things. The Bears need to tweet things. It's been a disaster. But back to Tampa, I mean, they'll have their test for Baker. They're going up against two great defenses next two weeks. Eagles on Monday night coming up, and then the week after that, they've got the Saints in New Orleans. So, I mean, those are two defenses. If you're Baker, you go out. And you throw for 250 yards, a couple touchdowns, you win those games. Um, then the Bucks, I think, really are there for for this division. It's still up in the air. I've liked what I've seen out of Atlanta, and I liked what I saw from the Saints last night. But Tampa, again, outside of just the, the questions offensively, I think um, with, with some of the offensive line and, and obviously Baker at quarterback and the move on from Fournette, um, outside of that, they're very – very deep team, uh, very talented team, I should and say. I mean, Mike Evans is is a top ten receiver in the NFL. I mean, has he? Did he get a thousand yards last year? Yes. Because that it's every year of his every career year. so far, every right? Big Mike Evans fan. Yeah, Mike Evans is he's, great, and he's, he's a Hall of Famer. He's fourth right now in the lead in, in receiving yards, two hundred thirty-seven, um, and he had what a hundred and seventy-one on Sunday. So, pretty good. <laughs> oh, um, let's talk about hated it. Hated NFL player. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me, but obviously, you, just by looking, I, I'm not pulling anything out saying that Baker's looked better than Watson so far this year. And Watson's had the whole off season because last year, you know, everyone just say I, I was saying it too that you know he just uh, got implemented off the suspension, didn't have the off season to really work with the team, but now that excuse is out the window. He, I'm not using that excuse anymore, and he's not looked. No. No. He did, and I'm pulling up the stats for the for Sean Watson so far. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I have right in front of me uh, 22 for 40, uh, 235 yards, one touchdown, one pick, six sacks last night. Uh, QB rating uh, 70. But, I mean, obviously, in a game where Chubb goes down, uh, Jerome Ford uh, looked pretty solid, obviously, but. Receiving wise, it just seems like Watson kind of again, not the same part as like Fields. I, I just feel like Watson kind of just again, is just, he's just surveying the field just a little too long. Again, you have guys you can get it get it out and just again you're they only lost by four points last night and it was because of it was because of Sean Watson. Can I, we talk about something last night? T.J. Watt is the third best defensive player in the NFL. Okay, he broke the the sealer sack record. I'm all time. shocked that that is that low, and it's not even really low. I mean, 81 and a half sacks is like you have to have a pretty good career to do that. Yeah. I mean, for TJ Watt to do it so fast is obviously insane. But I was shocked just to see that he already broke the record, and he's what? How many years is he in? Five, six? Five, six yeah, six. like he's no, probably yes, got six. four or five seasons of elite pass rushing left in him. I mean, like he could be like. A 200 sack guy, like no joke. It's right. pretty nice. I'm gonna say this. What? What are you gonna say? If both, if TJ Watt were, would retire tomorrow, 
don't. Who is the better Watt brother? Oh, no. JJ it's is TJ. still better. JJ is so still JJ. better. It's TJ. JJ Watt's prime is one of the greatest, I think, ever for a defensive player. He should have won. Oh, yeah. TJ Watt will finish as the better Watt. I think there's a chance he can finish, yeah, but. Right now, if you retire tomorrow, no. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think the way the pace is going, I remember he got robbed of DPY a couple of years ago. I believe it was the 2020 2021 season when Donald won. It should have been TJ. So he should be a two time defensive player of the year. Yes, JJ is three, and yes, he should have won the MVP. Was that 2014 when Rodgers won the MVP? I I think both are just so instrumental, but I don't think no one's talking enough TJ Watt enough. Yeah, Rodgers won it in 2014. Um, that's your that's your quarterback. Yeah, that's JJ Watt. JJ Watt second. Uh, Demarco Murray came in third that year. Tony Romo came in fourth. Tom Brady five. Bobby Wagner sixth. Um, Going back to I gotta watch more of him to really rate him and really I, see I th- where his future's going. I've wanted more from him, honestly. I thought Kenny Pickett, when he came out, um, was gonna be great for the Steelers' offense because he is a guy who doesn't exactly have a cannon of an arm, but he is a guy who's really athletic. He can make plays out of structure. And I thought for the receivers that they had, and especially Dan Pittens, who had a big game last night, um, who's now going to be their number one because Deontay's on IR. But for him and Deontay and, and Fryermuth last year, guys who aren't really explosive deep shot guys but like to work the middle of the field and you know are good route runners um, and can sit down in zones, I thought Kenny Pickett was a perfect guy for the Steelers. And he played his home games in college at Heinz Field. Yeah, no, um, you, you thought one go – Back of the 2022 draft, analyzing all the prospects. For me personally, I had him pinned to the Steelers. I thought that was a perfect fit. I didn't think he was going to become Big Ben level. I thought he was going to be like a Jimmy G, a very above average game manager. I, I could see that. That's a very good comp, I think. Yeah, so far, it hasn't looked that way. No. Like, no. Last night, like, if it wasn't for the defense, despite how no. And you can still make a case. I still think the Steelers will. Finish with nine or more wins. No, it doesn't get working at all. It doesn't get broken. You don't think so? No. I mean... Well, look at their schedule. Let's look at the Steelers' schedule. Let's predict it. I can run through the schedule. I got it in front of me. Uh, Steelers, Raiders, Sunday night football coming up. The Steelers are winning that. Two games. Uh, Steelers, Texans. Steelers, that's that's three. Uh, Ravens, Steelers. They're going to split. We'll give it to the Ravens as one. That's three and two. Steelers, Rams. So... mm, Mm. Toss up. Where is that game? That is uh, in LA. I said that's a loss. Okay, three and three. All right, uh, Jags. They're gonna lose that game. Three and four. Titans. Third win that game. Four and four. Right, four and four. Packers. They will win. Where's the game? It's in Pittsburgh. All right, five and four. Uh, Browns. So that's in. That's, that's in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Okay, five and five. Uh, Bengals. That's a loss. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. I d- if they don't, it's a win for the Steelers. All right, but it's a loss. Okay, five five and, six. and six. Okay, uh, Cardinals. Six and six. Okay. Patriots. Uh, Pittsburgh. They're winning that game. Seven and I six. I don't know. They're I winning that know. game. Seven and six. Mark it down. All right. Pittsburgh, we'll give you it. Seven and six. Okay. Uh, Colts. They're winning that game. Eight and six. Uh, Bengals again. Eight and seven. No, I don't think they're beating the Bengals. I'm sorry. At all? I think they're a split. No. Nine. Uh, Seattle. They, in Seattle. Ooh. It's a loss. Give me Seattle. What are they at? Eight and eight now? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Did they, did they get to nine? Uh, they got the nine. Seattle's their last game? The last game's Ravens. 
They're going to split. It, in they're, Baltimore. They're splitting. It's in Baltimore. They're splitting that game, man. So you think they're going to win that one? Or you think Baltimore? I think they're going to have nine to eight wins. Nine to nine to ten wins. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility. Now that you like say the teams are playing, it's definitely possible. Yeah. But Kenny Pickett has to improve. He has to. Improve. He will improve at some point. And Pat Fryermuth, I mean, you're my fantasy team. Can we like do something? <laughs> I can say the same thing about Najee Harris. Why? Well, I, I he looks never, slower. And he's a guy you root for. In what five minutes? Yeah, we'll, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Um, what should we do? What should we do? You talk about NFL games for next week. Might as well. So this coming week, Thursday night football. Predictions. The New York Football Giants will be visiting the San Francisco 49ers, a historic rivalry be taking place in Santa Clara. It's going to be Santa a battle. Um, is there any chance the Giants win? No. I'll give them a 1%. <laughs> Aaron? Hold on. Unless Daniel Jones has the game of his life, I don't think the Giants How many yards would he need? 400? Yes. How many touchdowns? Four? At least. Four or five. <laughs> <laughs> a 40-million game. Yeah, so he needs. <laughs> I like him as a wide receiver three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All your receivers are good, but like you're kind of... Yeah. No, and you know who's gonna be our alpha receiver? Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> okay. You're gonna have to be drafting pretty high to get him. You know that. I You're gonna have to be drafting like the top five. I can see the Giants win six games. I don't think you said it'd be there. Though. I, I don't. I don't understand you. I don't. I don't. I, I can't get a read on you. Because you. Look you think like, they're not gonna win more than six games? I see it's a possibility. I mean, <laughs> no. No. You got Jalen Hyatt. I think he's pretty good. They don't play him a lot. They don't use him a lot. They're I don't know why. In second half, two receptions for 89 But yards. I don't get it. Why don't they use him more? Because I'd like to see him I out would, there more than I'd like to see uh, Sterling Shepard. Hey, Sterling Shepard is a cool dude. But, but he's would, old. But I would love to see <laughs> Jalen Hyatt. Do not ever disrespect Sterling Shepard's name. I didn't. <laughs> Sterling Shepard was the model of consistency for those awful Giants teams. So it's a I there's no hate to the man, you know. He died and, through some and, tough times, and, or not and, really. And, and why is Darius Slade on the field? Well, there why I don't know. Has he been, has he been bad? I don't he, know. He, in every big moment, he drops the ball. That's every true. big he, moment. He, he Last year, Washington, who yeah, you, you, you could have clinched. You basically, I mean, not clinched. You could have taken a huge lead, but nope. You decide to drop a wide open pass. Year before. That's 2021. The year before, he drops a wide open pass against the then, well, actually, it was the then football team. Mm-hmm. And then they could have made the playoffs. But no, he decided to drop another wide open pass against the Eagles. He's going to parlay it himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of him. Look, I root for He's a guy you root for. But I mean, just like. I mean, look, at least, he, at least he's not to Darius Tony. Oh, yeah. right? oh, boy. <laughs> when he got traded, you should have seen my face. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, what else have we got? Eagles are at Tampa on Monday night coming I, up. I still think the Bucks lose and the Eagles will win. Yeah. yeah. Justin. You're your Eagle fan. What do you think? An Eagles five-point favorites on the road. So they have been... Wait. So they're going to be at Tampa. And then... My schedule would load. Um... Yeah, then then they go back home against Washington, then two on the road. They'll play the Jets uh, at MetLife on the 15th. What do you think about the Eagles right now and, and coming up against the Butts on Monday? I think we've looked uh, good, not great. Like I, I think Dallas through two games has looked better than us, but I think it's not uh, too crazy to say that. But I think, again, it's going to take – like we should blow out the Bucks, but, again, Baker Mayfield might do some magic. It might be a closer game than expected. Uh, but we shouldn't – Lose really, I don't think we should lose any game until the Chiefs. Maybe the, yeah, I would say the Chiefs probably. Again, once we get to that middle like four or five game stretch, if we we should be, if not undefeated, maybe seven and one or six and one, whatever we're supposed to be at that point. But so the spread, the Eagles are favored by five and a half. Yeah, I mean, I it, it all depends on how if Baker plays again the same exact way he's played the last two weeks. And again, that's saying that Jalen Hurts doesn't outperform him or that the defense doesn't get to Baker like that. 
it, it probably would be a similar game like the Vikings game, but I think, again, the Eagles can still pull it out. I mean, is Swift going to play the same way this week? Yeah. I I think he'll probably still have 100 yards. I don't think I'll have as much as he did, but I think I, I think Chandler Hurts has been – has been the best uh, quarterback in the league this this season. I would say I, probably borderline bottom six or seven. I would say maybe for him, but I think again, I, it, it's going to be a good test. Again, these these early games they have been even the Patriots game was sloppy. I mean, Minnesota game got down to the wire. I was even texting Josh. I was like, I don't know if the Eagles are going to win this game, <laughs> and I, I think it's going to again if you if you can walk out with a two touchdown uh, win. Against uh, Tampa, I'll definitely feel a little better, and then we can take down Washington with ease. Then I, I, I'll probably definitely think that this team can get back to the same amount of win column or wins that they got last year. What have you thought of the defense so far? Because with Dan and leaving, it was almost like you know everyone kind of thought magically the defense would, you know, with just average coaching, you're better than Jonathan Dan, and they would become like this elite group um, that we've seen them be in the past, but. Um, what, what have you thought about the Eagles defensively the first couple of weeks? Uh, I definitely think uh, Josh Sweat, Jordan Davis, I mean, Reddick, Jalen Carter. I mean, we can go down the line. We, we have yeah, a talented a talented roster on both sides, and defensively, I mean, we I mean we drafted extremely well. I mean, getting Nolan Smith as well. I mean, this team, again, we've allowed a good amount of points. I mean, we, we allowed, I think it was 20 against New England and 28 against Minnesota, and there were two... I think two long ball touchdowns against with Minnesota. Obviously, the one Addison pretty much easily scored on that play was sixty yards, and then Kenny Osborne got in the, t- in the end zone pretty easily. Hawkinson broke through. Pretty, again, it's I think we're not as as good as we were last year. Obviously, on defense, we had to lose some guys. There were so many guys we had to pay and leave out. But I still think this this team uh, defensively is up there. I don't think we're a, a team like San Francisco or Dallas and that. Uh, category, but I think so do you, do you, close. Don't, you don't think the Eagles are winning the NFC East? I think it's gonna be close. That's not the question. Uh, <laughs> it, again, it, if we beat, if we, I think we'll split with Dallas. But I, so I think it'll come down to the last game. What I think. So. I, the division games like I like the command, like the uh, Commanders matter. The Giants won't matter, obviously, but I again like this. I mean, you guys are going to beat us. I'm hoping yeah. that division is. I mean, obviously, I would love the Giants to win the division, but that's realistically not going to happen. Mm. I would love the division to be set by Week 18, so the Eagles can rest their starters, and I can potentially watch a Giants victory on my birthday. Yeah, I, I, you, you, you got to get off that. It's not happening. You if know what? Not, if they don't have the division wrapped up, they're not resting anybody. They don't care. Sirianni does not care about your birthday. You know what? He wants to win. <laughs> and then could you imagine if the Giants beat the Eagles starters <laughs> on your birthday? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. How happy would I be? <laughs> Party at the Prince, man. He's gonna throw one. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um I think that's all we got, right? Yeah, I think we can wrap it. You can all wrap right. it if you want. You Justin, Josh, thank you for joining. I'm Sam Prince, and alongside me is Aaron Hook, my co-host for Thurlong. Thank you, everyone, and let's go Giants.